This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... <coughs> I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days, so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Feral Audio. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Alright, rolling. In the car, going to Canada with my new opener for this show only. Uh, Sung Lam? Sung Lam. Yes. Sung Lam. Did you like the way I barely knew his name? No, I knew his name. <laughs> I just got I got nervous. I got nervous. Uh, we worked together once in, um, in Kirkland. Kirkland, Washington, which is outside of Seattle. And uh, I'm driving to Vancouver. I'm always I, I can't I don't know if I've ever driven through customs. If I have, it was forty years ago. Well, is that why you're nervous? No, I don't have anything to be nervous about. Yeah, see, I don't. I just don't know whether they rip apart your bags or what they do. I mean. No, they just ask you a lot of questions. See, I didn't know that white people got nervous. White, <laughs> white people get nervous. I mean, I'm, I'm sure some don't. So I mean, I'm not. I've got paperwork. I'm all legit. I just yeah. I have those posters, which I'm not going to sell in Canada. But I don't know. I hope they don't take them. Oh, so you don't need yeah. to, um, you don't need to, uh, like slate or anything, right? Um, no. Okay. And you're gonna I can do, a, a clap. Okay. You want, you want me to? Alright. Are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> hey everyone, it's the Todd Barry Podcast. Another edition from the car. Let me start. <clears throat> hey, everyone. It's the Todd Berry Podcast. Another edition from the car for my crowd work tour where I'm going to talk to one of the people opening for me and driving me. It's exciting. 
know Jerry Seinfeld that talks to people in the car is not the only one to do it. Maybe I'm overly worried about it because I brought it up in every episode where I talk to someone in the car. But today it's going to be Sung Yun, Sung Lam. Sorry about that. Well, you got it. You got it. Sung Lam. What kind of name is that? Uh, the name is Vietnamese. It's Vietnamese. But I'm actually Chinese. No, really? I was, I was born in Vietnam. Really? Yes. I want to go to Vietnam. Should I go there? I heard it's beautiful. I haven't been back uh, since I was about two. Really? How old are you now? You don't have to tell me. I am 35. 35? Yes. Why? Why haven't you been back? Uh, because my family left Vietnam after the war. Uh-huh. And then uh, we ended up in a refugee camp in Malaysia for about 18 months. Wow. And then we came here. I ended up in uh, Spokane, Washington. That's where I grew up. Now you just never want to go back? No, I, I want to go back. I just haven't had the, the opportunity. You haven't had the opportunity to take a 28-hour flight? Yeah. That costs $6,000. All right. Um, you know, I watched, like, Anthony Bourdain. I think he was in Vietnam. Yeah, I think I saw that episode. It was, yeah. Oh, man. Just the food looks so good. Yeah, you, do you like Vietnamese food? Yeah, I had it the other night in Seattle. And, uh, I forgot the name of the place. Kind of a cool place. Which, yeah? That's some, is it pronounced pho? Pho, yeah. That's some chicken pho. That's, that was a great, uh, pronunciation. Was it? Yeah, I've been, uh... It's hard for people to get right. It is? Yeah? Yeah, because it, it, it sounds like a question. Oh, really? I even, oh, yeah. so I even nailed the inflection. Yes. Pho? Pho. Okay. Pho. <laughs> I guess pho sounds dumb. Pho. That's probably something else entirely. Yeah, uh, that's probably, yeah. Don't order the pho. <laughs> but it was good. Mmm. And then I had some, uh, I took a bite of, uh, of, uh, wonton that had cream cheese in it got a nice scalding burn on my lip which is nice um wonton with cream cheese yeah which i'm guessing wasn't the most authentic (laughs) i'm guessing that i suffered burns over something that wasn't even authentic (laughs) i'm guessing there's not a lot of cream cheese in vietnam maybe there is what do i know what do i know maybe it's all the rage nowadays maybe i'm just a dummy and cream cheese is bigger Maybe they love bagels over there. That was stupid. So, you told me, like, we're go- we're headed to Canada now. We're headed to Vancouver. Yes. You told me the guy asked you, tell me, just go ahead and tell me what you told me earlier about the customs guy. The customs guy. You said oh. the customs guy said you wanted your Americanized name or something. Oh, this was, this was a long time ago. Like, uh, probably 13 years ago. Yeah. When I was coming back into the States. Um. I think there's something wrong with my with my birth certificate. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where my middle name was listed as my first name. Right. So they couldn't find me in their database or whatever. And so he asked if I also had an American name and I got kind of pissy at him. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a little uh, insulting. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of the way he said it, you know? Do you have a name I can understand? Yeah, it was, it was kind of like that. Like a Fred or a Bob? Yeah, it was kind of like that. So I got, which I, I know getting pissy at a U.S. customs agent is yeah, probably not the oh, best Oh, it's a U.S. Idea. customs agent. <laughs> he thinks everyone's going to have a U.S. customs name. U.S. name. Yeah, but I was like, oh, 
what do you mean? That that is my American name, you know? Yeah, it's your name. You're, yeah, you that's can my name. be named anything. Yeah, well, like what what is what is an American name? Yeah, that that that's kind of uh yeah, that doesn't sound good. Now, have you worked in Vancouver before? I've never done a show in Vancouver. I did a I did an audition. What'd you audition for? Uh the NBC Stand Up for Diversity. Stand Up for Diversity. Did yeah. you get the? Did you get it? No. No. No, I wasn't. Uh, I didn't make the cut. Did you use your American name? Is that one? <laughs> sound diverse enough? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have a, a Fred Smith on here. Man. Yeah. <laughs> so you drove all the way to Vancouver, and they just looked at people at a comedy club. Yeah, it was the uh, comedy mix. Okay. In Vancouver. Yeah, it was early in the morning though. Oh, it's perfect. And, uh, nice drive to Canada. Do some stand-up at 11 a.m. Yes, and it's in front of the... In front of no audience. Yeah. The, the producers. Basically other comics and about uh, three agents. But the other comics who don't want you to do well. Yes. Because they're competing <laughs> against you. And then agents who aren't going to laugh a lot. Even if they do, there's only three of them. Wow, that's rough. Why couldn't they just set up a showcase... Like a proper um, showcase, like with an audience. Like I think uh, the audition was to gauge the the night showcase. Oh, so if you pass that, then you stick around and you get to do it. Yes. I don't know. I, oh, were they filming this? Were they filming the auditions? No, I don't think oh, they were. Okay, I thought auditions. maybe they liked the drama of like, ooh, they're only. It's just the producers and them. Yeah, you mean like uh, on Last Comics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they get the uh, the paint expressions of the comics. Yeah, that's uh, um, this truck is uh, the cement truck next to us. Pretty noisy. Trying to record a podcast. Trying to record a podcast. Wow, look at that thing. That's. I wish I could show a picture of the cement mixer to uh, all the fans who are listening right now. It's unbelievable. So, how long have you been doing comedy? About six and a half years. Oh, that's nothing. I mean, it's not. That's not nothing, but it's. It's not long. Yeah, just just a baby. I got started late. You started what? So you started when you were like 29, 28? Yes, I was almost 29. What were you doing before that? Uh, I was uh, in graphic design school. Yeah. yeah. I was about a year into graphic design school. And you were, you were too hilarious for all the graphic design students. <laughs> so they said go on stage. So you started in the first place you went on stage with where? The Comedy Underground. In, oh, in Seattle. In Seattle, yeah. I played that place a long time. I played that place when Princess Diana died. Really? Yeah, I remember being in that club when I found out Princess Diana died. Okay, so is that the old location? I don't know. It was whatever location they were at when Princess Diana died. Okay. <laughs> oh, do they have a new location? Yeah, the, uh, the building they were in was condemned, I think. I remember it being in like the only terrifying area of Seattle that I've ever been in where I felt yes. scared. <laughs> yeah, it's in Pioneer Square. Like, I, I've yet to find that area where I was scared. In, but I remember being scared and kind of running back to my hotel. <laughs> Maybe I, perhaps it was an overreaction. Yeah, you can get used to it. So you started there. I feel like I should ask you about that refugee camp. I don't know. I'm not uh, I, don't, I don't usually do interviews that are serious and heartbreaking. Well, I don't. I don't remember much okay, of it. Good. Well, then I got covered. It sounded like <laughs> I was interested and I was ready to talk about it. But you don't want. You can't talk about it because you don't remember. 
now. So, do you, is this your only job being a comedian? No, I do. Uh, I'm a freelance web designer. Really? Yes. Do you find that now that all these, uh, so you do the full on, you design it, you, you, you run it? Uh, I, I design it and I, uh, I develop it, so I write the code. But you're not a webmaster, or, or is that a webmaster? I, I prefer not to, like, handle any updates. Right, you don't like want that. some guy telling you, hey, can you post this text in for me? Yeah, I prefer not to do that. Do you do it for other comedians? Yes, I actually uh, work for a lot of comedians. I want to see some of your sites. Yeah, go to, uh... EvilRobotPandas.com EvilRobotPandas? Yes, that's my portfolio site. Wow. Are you good? I think so. <laughs> dumb question that was. Are you good? I'm a terrible weapon. So how often? That's, uh, that's a lot of work, isn't it? Yes, and uh, I actually don't like it. You don't like it? Tedious? Yes, also, I mean, I work for myself, so I'm at home all day. Yeah, if you get tired Staring at a computer, you know? Can you go to, like, a coffee shop? Yeah, I mean, shop who can scan me for, like, a day? Uh, I go to coffee shops sometimes. Yeah. Um, but then someone will grab your wireless, and they'll steal your code. <laughs> and they'll do it, and they'll end up hijacking the website of a Spokane up-and-comer. Yeah, you did a show in Tacoma last night. I've never been there. Yes, at the Tacoma. I think I've driven Club. through. I remember driving through the Tacoma. And there's some dome there, right? The I know that's Tacoma not where you did the show. Yeah. yeah, and I think Reba McIntyre was there. Okay. And she had like the most amount of tour buses I've ever seen in my life. It's like 11 tour buses. That's my only Tacoma memory. <laughs> is that a good club? It, it is a fantastic. I've heard it's a good club. Yeah, it's amazing. Did you did you rock it? Was there, were, there a, were there a lot of people there? It was, it, it was it was surprising for a Sunday. There was at probably like 80 to 100 people. That's good. Because yesterday was a big day. It was Breaking Bad next to last penultimate episode. Oh, I know. I, I haven't was, seen it uh, yet. I watched it this morning at 8 a.m. Oh, man. Because we tried to watch it last night, me and my documentary crew. But for some reason, it wasn't on when the AMC website said it would be. It was really heartbreaking. We were all like confused and disoriented and sad. Oh man. But yeah, there was also the Emmys last night, which I don't oh, know yeah. people in Tacoma care about the Emmys, but I guess people all over the world care about the Emmys. Yeah. That's why a million people watch them. It's not just LA. So I heard Brian Cranston didn't win. He did? Huh. Best Who actor? won? I don't know. I didn't. That's crazy. See it. I mean, I don't, I'm sure the thing is with those awards, you know. Yeah. Is that it's not like four of the people are terrible at one yeah. first. But you would just think with all that's going on. Has he ever won it? I think he's won it twice. Ah, okay. Well then he's won it. Yeah, but it's he should win every year. It seems <laughs> in weird my to, opinion. I don't know, it seems weird to give someone the same award over and over again for the same project. Uh, I know that I mean it's it says something that he's able to deliver. Uh year season after season but spread the wealth give it to me is what I'm saying <laughs> give it to me for my yeah. supporting roles in Louie uh, Delocated uh, Michael J. Fox show we just started a campaign I know it's crazy that I'm not 
be even been invited to the MHL. So, so do you go on the road? Uh, Besides just, today? Mostly just uh, in the Northwest. So you, how often can you work in the Northwest? It's tough out here because everything's so far and few between. You know yeah. What I'm it's like uh, four to six hour drives, you know. I mostly just work um, up in Washington and Oregon. How many markets can you conquer? Like, it seems like there's going to be only so much work. You can't keep going back to the same place in Bellingham yeah. five times, can you? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm trying to uh, branch out, you know, want to go to the Midwest. I've never done comedy in the East Coast either. Really? Yeah. I'm the king of the East Coast. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make or break people over there. No, I'm done. Do you, uh, so you haven't done any television? No. Do you have a manager or anything like that? No. Have you done no. audition for the Montreal Comedy Festival? I think uh, I did one audition at the Comedy Underground, but that was when I had been doing comedy for like, I think, four or five months. Oh, too soon. Yeah. Yeah, that's the too soon mistake. Yeah. The too soon rookie mistake. Hey, man, I've, I've got... I've been killing like the last three sets. I'm ready to show, <laughs> ready to show the world my comedy. Let me post a nice YouTube clip of me doing four minutes. Oh yeah, I was I was posting uh, videos of MySpace of like my. I've seen people post mics. like their first ever set. I mean, like that's fine if you're either you've done it 20 years ago and you uh -huh. found your 20 years and you found your old first set, but to be like, hey world, look at my. Not that everyone's gonna find some guy's open mic set on YouTube. It's good to sort of hide, is what I always think. University of Phoenix. We just passed the University of Phoenix. Yes, the University of Phoenix. It's got a hotel next to it for all the people visiting their sons and daughters to go to correspondence course. I don't know. Is that a real school, University of Phoenix? It's an yeah, online university. It's online. Yeah. Okay. They, um, they're everywhere, though, right? I think so. What's that? Where did you go to school? I got my bachelor's at uh, the University of Washington. In Seattle? Yes. I did a chef down, I think, two shows there. Really? Yeah. Were they so, fun? I think they were, they were either fun or not fun. I think they were fun. I don't... Yeah, I do remember they were fun. Do you have a, another degree? Uh, I went... Yeah, then I went back to school for a graphic design at uh, Seattle Central. What is that? It's a community college. It's so you went to four-year school and academy. then went to? Yes. I, that's, oh my God. I've never heard of anyone doing that. Really? So you got a four-year degree and then went to community college? Yes. I love that. That's well, I didn't really do anything uh, with, my, with my bachelor's what was your What was your bachelor's in? Physics and astronomy. Holy shit. You can, so it was a double major? Yes, it was a double major. Double majored physics and astronomy, then went to community college for graphic design, and now you're a comedian. Yes. So, <laughs> that's good enough to be a guest on the Todd Berry podcast. That, so, was there a time you were going to be a physicist? Uh, I think. Or an like, astronomer? My, my sophomore, junior years in college, I was, I was really into physics. Uh, my senior year, I got really sick of it, I guess. I was kind of uh -huh. burnt out. You had a physics, physics fatigue. Yes, a physics fatigue. That's a great way. I don't know. Is that a, 
I just diagnosis. No, but I know <laughs> this friend of mine used uh, Thai food fatigue. <laughs> when you're just tired of having Thai food, yeah. you eat like four times a week, and you're like, oh, I okay. have Thai food fatigue. Okay. Yeah. So physics was like Thai food for me. Yeah, you got tired of it as a senior. You yes. just every day physics, physics, physics. Yes, and also uh, physics. I like to think of it as the English major of the sciences. Oh, because I have an English major. Is that what? How is it the English major of the sciences? <laughs> because I mean, you can't really do anything with it unless you uh, you get an advanced degree, like oh, a, a, a master's or a PhD, and then you go into academia or research. Had you toyed with the idea of getting a master's? I did, but uh, I wasn't smart enough. I guess. So when did the cover <laughs> dedicated enough? Yeah. Did you get good grades? I did. I think I graduated with a three point four. Three four. That's good. Yeah. Beats my two one. Did you? Um, when did you get? When did you get bitten by the comedy bug? This was in uh, two thousand seven. So uh, had you thought about it while while you were in college? I, I didn't really think about it until I was in graphic design school, and then I saw an article about stand-up comedy in Seattle, uh-huh. and I I honestly didn't know that it was still a thing that existed. Ex- ex- I didn't know comedy clubs still existed, really. Thought I were, thought it was a relic of the 80s. You thought comedy went out of business? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, but uh, I, I always enjoyed watching you know, comedy, so I went down to an open mic at the Comedy Underground. And that was a lot of fun, and I was like, okay, I could, I could maybe do this. How long, now, how easy was it to get on at the open mic? At the underground? Yeah. You sign up? Yeah, you sign up. Uh, back then, it wasn't too hard. Um, if you brought people, you were... Oh, it was a bringer show. Pretty sure. Let's it's, define bringer show. It's not, not really a bringer no, show, not a bringer show. Oh. but uh, there's just so many comics, you know, that they have to, you know, sort out. To go oh, I see. So you didn't have to bring people, but if you did bring people, you got yeah. Go. If you, if you're new and you bring they raised people, your status. Yeah, that's a that's a way of getting up the. Uh, yeah, because they have full on burger shows in New York where you, you won't get on unless you bring people. Oh yeah. Yeah, you didn't know that. No, I've never been so. to New York. You've never even been to New York. No, I've never been to New York. Oh my god. Where have you been? Uh, in in the U.S. Anywhere, in uh, every place you've been. Mostly just in the Northwest. I've been to Los Angeles once. Uh, Las Vegas a couple times. I went to China. What did you do in China? 2005. Uh, My family and I went over there to visit. Went on like a 10-day tour. Wow. Was it it cool? It it was awesome. Have you ever been there? No. I, I could have gone there. I don't know if I've talked about this, but... I could have worked there, but then when it came down to, uh, when we were like, yeah, I want to hire you to work there as a new comedy, and then they're like, yeah, go to the consulate, tell them you're a consultant, and then uh, I'm like, oh, I, well, no, no, I'm not, not going to create an identity, <laughs> and then get on a plane for 15 hours, and then lie to Chinese customs yeah. so, for the, so I could do comedy, and eat some really good food. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Be funny if you created a whole different character. I did just for China. Hey guys, I'm a, I'm a consultant. <laughs> yeah, I'm consulting people. But it's pretty strict over there. Like I think even like the Rolling Stones would do like four of their songs. Even the Rolling Stones. Even the Rolling. Yeah, wow. like if, if they don't have the juice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're like, come on, guys, we're the Rolling Stones. Yeah. 
So you, did you, um... It's like a whole different planet. Yeah? Over there. Yeah. I heard Hong Kong was kind of, sort of it's like... so different. Oh, it is so different. Well, yeah. Well, if you're not used to traveling outside of the U.S., I guess. Which I am. It's, uh... It could be quite a shock. Let's see. You land in Beijing, you know, you step in, you step outside, and there's, you know, everything's in, in Chinese characters. Yeah, I would expect that. In China, I would expect there'd be a lot of Chinese writing. And Beijing, it's like, it's almost like they're drowning in people. I mean, there's just so many people there. Did they, now, weren't, did they sort of, re, did sort of have a movement for them to be nicer during the Olympics or something? <laughs> Probably, you know, I'm talking yeah. About, like, yeah we're, oh, yeah. We're kind of not that nice. And, uh, or maybe just maybe sound like not they're nicer. Nice. No, I should say they're not nice. I should say that they're uh, maybe a little... And short and curt. Yeah, well, the, the Chinese language itself is uh, it's kind of harsh, you know? Uh -huh. It kind of it sounds like you're arguing even when you're just having a conversation. Yeah, yeah I was at a Chinese restaurant once and the woman, the hostess, was explaining to someone that, oh, we're not being rude, we just don't show as much emotion or warmth or something. Yeah. But that's also, I don't know. I haven't found that to be the case. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm totally lost. I'm gonna have to, gonna have to remix this so it sounds more intelligent. <laughs> so did you eat good food over there? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Did you get experimental or did you just do? Uh, I'm, you know, I'm kind of a, kind of a wuss when it comes to uh, to new food. Are you? You're picky. Uh, I, I'm just. I go with what I'm comfortable with. You know. Yeah. Too so you, adventurous. You went to Burger King. You're like, where's your closest Burger King? Yeah, well, you know, uh, like KFC is like a, a KFC is everywhere. I think every country I've been to, KFC is huge. Yeah, but it's like uh, it's exotic. Oh, know? really? Yeah. So like, Did families it? will will take you know a night out to go to KFC. I wish it was like that here. here. Think of all the money we'd save on taking ladies out. And McDonald's is like uh, I went to I passed this. McDonald's in Beijing, and they were like playing rock music, you know. Uh -huh. and they had like dancers outside on the street. Wow. Did they? Have, is the menu different on that? I don't. I don't think it's that much different. I didn't eat there. You didn't eat McDonald's. No. You should have just Beijing. gone in once, just yeah. to see, <laughs> see how it's different. I went to a McDonald's in Sweden. Once. Yeah. Very attractive. So where are you, um, what are, what are your goals in life? Zero. I never ask oh. people that, but why not? Well, I would, I would like to make a living doing comedy. Come I on, think. seriously. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shooting for the stars here. Yeah, you gotta get out of, uh, Seattle, bro. I, you gotta get on new faces at the Montreal Comedy Festival. Yeah, you, uh, you know somebody who knows somebody? No, don't start, don't start networking. <laughs> this, this... Podcast is life changing. No one. I have big guns on this podcast. Right. Famous, famous, famous people. So you're relatively new, so this is a huge honor for you. <laughs> I'm just speaking for you. You're very honored to be on my podcast. Have you done any podcasts? Uh, not really. Uh, some local podcasts. 
So what's the uh, Seattle scene like? Are comics supportive of each other? Are there, are there a lot of them? I, mean, I are pretty good. There, there's, you know, there's a ton of new comics now. I uh-huh. think there's been like a, a second boom in comedy. Yeah. I really enjoy it up here. Uh, you get a lot of stage time. I think I'm still developing. Of course you are. Everyone is. Comic. Everyone but me is. And uh, you know, if you if you fail, nobody there's no industry here to see you. Right. That's no, good. It's get you get good, and then you go to LA, and then you just crush because you got all that seasoning. Yeah. So you did. No, <laughs> you, I you started in New York. I moved to New York too quickly. I started in Florida. Okay. And then moved to New York probably before I was ready, but I just kind of wanted to move anyway, so I had a little, you know, it's a little, you get a little ahead of yourself, you think you're better than you are, because you watch these yeah. people do these 10 minute spots, and you're like, oh, I can do that. Do you just get annoyed at, at new comics now? No, I, I try to be nice to new comics, okay. but sometimes they want answers that you can't give them other than uh, just keep working, and they don't, you know, some of them don't want yeah. I have a theory. What, you have a theory? I have a theory that uh, every well, comics always find the next generation of comics more annoying <laughs> than they were. Well, you also see yourself. I mean, that's why I sometimes go, okay, I was probably a little anxious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe a little, not massively annoying. Yeah, I was always think, totally annoying. <laughs> were you? Yeah. How were you annoying? Uh, I find the annoying people, I mean, that can't work against you. Oh, just like, you know, hey, everybody, I'm doing comedy, come to my show, you know. Oh, that's not annoying. All these, you know, shows. Annoying is more like uh, uh, trying to network when you're not ready or asking about money. Oh, yeah. How much money do you, if I do this, when will I start making a living? Yeah. Um, I've been doing it three days, so. It's going to be a couple more days before we start. <laughs> we start the, all those knocks at the door. Those contracts get faxed to you. So, so when did you move to New York? How long did you move? Hey, whose podcast is this? Oh. But, uh, I moved to New York in, in 89. When I was one years old. One years old. One year old? I was one years old. I don't even know how to say one year old. Uh, I moved to 89. Stayed, got on stage every time. Is that place Giggle still here in Seattle? No, I mean, we're it, not uh, in Seattle now. I don't know where we are. The, the place is still there, but they don't do comedy anymore. That was quite a um, that was quite a place for a lot of reasons. Yeah, that it, we probably should get into. It turned into a strip club. Yeah, called Jiggles. I heard they just changed the sign slightly to Jiggles. Would they just? I don't think they ever even changed the sign. Oh, they just pronounced Giggles Jiggles. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's even better. It's like now pronounced Jiggles. Was it a, um, it was a strip club? Yes, they, uh, they changed ownership. That's so funny to change. Yeah, that they did comedy. Well, we don't even have to change months. a name. Just pronounce it differently. Oh, they did comedy while they were doing strip club? No, they, they, uh, they ran it as a comedy club after they changed ownership uh-huh. for a few months. Oh, and then turned it into Yeah, and then it turned into a strip club. That's, that's funny. It's like, uh, the comedy's not working. Naked women. But then they didn't even have like the proper paperwork for the for the strip club, I guess, uh-huh. to operate. So they were shut down by the city. Really? And so they tried to do comedy there again, 
but the, the stripper pole and, and the mirrors were still there, and the, the VIP uh, couches were still there. Wait, they were still there? Yeah. I, mi- I blanked on, on what you said. What was the premise of this conversation? Uh, they tried to do comedy Oh, again. but they still had a stripper pole. Yeah, okay. they, but oh, it was still set up as then. a strip club. That gives yeah. it a little character, and that gives it... Um, yeah. And strippers and comics were the same people. Yeah. Performing, getting dollars tucked into our G-strings. <laughs> we're 112 miles from Vancouver, 31 miles from Mount Vernon, and four from Marysville. God, if our gig tonight was only in Marysville... Where is Marysville? When do we hit Canada? Uh, about a couple more hours, I think. A couple more hours? Yeah. Um, that's cool. So, what do you have lined up? As far as comedy? Anything. Um, I don't mean, like, what you're going to have for dinner tomorrow. <laughs> Let's see. I don't, I don't think I have... I was shot the underground on Wednesday. I did see a clip of you that you where you were killing. What was uh, that for? At, was it at the parlor? Maybe. Okay. Was it was it the clip I emailed? The yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that was at, that was at the parlor. You were killing pretty hard though, right? Uh, I enjoyed there, yeah. Why don't you send that clip to like Montreal or something? Uh, I'm not. Uh, you don't want happy to... with my. Oh, you with the material? Yeah, with my stuff right now. I guess I'm. I don't know. No, you're a little perfectionist. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I, I don't I'm know. a perfectionist. That's why my act is so perfect, <laughs> and why I'm not doing an act on this tour, crowd work tour. Yeah, two more shows. Song Lamb. Um, yeah. How much material do you have? How much? Do you uh, headline anywhere? Well, I co-headlined last night. I did about forty. Okay. That went. Forty is a good amount of time. I think that's plenty of time. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm comfortable with with thirty. Ah, so you're in the little stretchy mode. Yes. Yeah, I remember my early shows where, like, when I first started out, like, I don't even know how I filled, like, 25 minutes. Because you had to do, like, you'd have to do every joke you've ever written. And I guess talk yeah, to yeah. But, but, yeah, there's times, like, there was no which jokes am I doing tonight. It's, yeah. I'm doing every <laughs> joke. And we'll get the laughs, yes. stretch them out. But, you know, you know, I've always had those shows where, like, you look down at your watch and you're, like, not even So no long-term plan. Do you write anything like scripts or anything? I haven't, no. Do you... <laughs> do you... Uh, uh, where do you... So you live in downtown Seattle? No, I live in North Seattle. I don't even know what that is. What is North Seattle? Is um, it called North Seattle? No, it's just the, the north part of Seattle. Uh, this place called Greenwood. Greenwood? Yes. I've never... I don't know if I've heard of Greenwood. Is that a cool area? I, I like it. Is it a cool area? Well, that's what...
it's more like young professionals, I guess. People just, uh, just out of college. Die yuppie scum. Die yuppie scum. That's the way I talk. Die yuppie scum. I say things like that. That's actually our motto. Is it really? Yeah. Are you the mayor of Greenwood? I am the uh, the king. Um, you're the king of Seattle. So you, have, you just have one gig. You have tonight and Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to uh, step it up. Yeah. You have to. Well, after this which, podcast drops, I know. you know, they're this gonna be cleaving. My phone's gonna be ringing off. The you're line. gonna get. You're gonna. You're gonna get a lot of web. Your web stats <laughs> are gonna be really impressive. What is your? Uh, let's wrap things up because I got to pee soon. Because okay. I had a cup of coffee and I've already peed three times. You don't need to hear about this at home. How? What? What is your website now? Do you have a one for your comedy? It's uh, just my name, Sun Lamb. Sun Lamb. X U N G L A M. Yes. Dot com. Yes. X U N G L A M. Dot com. Are you on Twitter? I am. Same thing. Yes. At Sun Lamb. At Sun Lamb. Dot com. Oh no, that's not a dot com. That'd be Twitter dot com. And uh, what is your what is your website? Your web business? What? Get pandas. Evil robot pandas. Evil robot pandas. Dot com. for being on the show. This is firefighter Raphael Poirier for Firehouse Subs. Introducing the new spicy Cajun chicken sub. Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, zesty cherry peppers, and house-made Cajun mayo. Just $5.55 for a medium. Remember, a portion of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs would donate a minimum of $1 million in 2019 to the Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.11% of every purchase.